Tonight on Podcast Them Down, we sound the death tone on our march for revenge. Hail Metal Nation! I am Tim from Burning Shadows. Eisenmore, Fade to Black, Recently Vacated Graves, True Zombie Metal. All these bands and this podcast, Podcast Them Down. And I'm joined by Dave of uh, Burning Shadows and Eisenmore fame and Doug and Matt. Our, uh, our, our local experts, metal experts, experts of metal, and so on. Anyway, we are here today to do the Manowar Madness Bracket. Fuck yeah, because it's March. Alright, so it's March. Everyone's bracketing everything. So we're going to bracket Manowar because that's, that's important to bracket the most important things in life. So that's what we're doing first. It's our first ever bracket on podcasting down. And, uh, and I, I apologize in advance. There's like a lot of noise and fireworks and all that. We're still celebrating the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, true. Man, that was a great game. I can't believe it. I would also like to remind the audience that they're listening to the musings of four metal kings right now. So please keep that in mind as well. Four, four kings of metal. <laughs> Four Metal King. Four Metal King, correct. That's right. Thank you for the clarification. All right, so let's talk about the best way to do this, because, you know, most programs would just work this out behind the scenes. Right, but that's but not how not we us. do it on Podcasting Down. Not well, us. We are, we are perfectly transparent, because we are so objective, we don't want to leave anything uh, obfuscated to the listener. So, uh, I have worked out the the bracket and to make to make it all line up right i think the best thing to do is to give battle hymns and kings of metal a bye into the semifinals if i if i got my uh, terminology correct however both of those albums had um had uh, re-recordings done, so I figure we should put them up against their re-recordings. Good call. And Good whatever, call. whatever happens there, and then we'll have the general, not even a round robin. We will put up uh, the. So I've divided the uh, the remaining albums by era. So I figure the defining era for Man of War is pre is Ross the Boss. And then post Ross the Boss. So mm-hmm. for the Ross the Boss era, I then put up the closest albums to each other. So Ross the Boss era number one would be Into Glory Ride and Hail to England. Ross the Boss era number two would be Sign of the Hammer and Fighting the World. Like we said, both Battle Hymns and Kings of Metal get a bye into the semifinals. And I'm repeating that because I know you're not fucking paying attention. All right, so then post Ross the Boss era would be the Triumph of Steel versus Louder Than Hell, and then Warriors of World versus Gods of War. And I know what you're wondering. I'm going to stop you right there. What about Lord hey, of I'm Steel? Hey, I'm wondering something. What about yeah. Lord of Steel? What about gonna, Lord of Steel? Well, Lord of Steel goes right in the trash. Where oh, it fucking belongs. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Couldn't it, couldn't it be argued that that wasn't actually released? Uh, Manowar released it. You can buy it from Manowar. (laughs) 
I'm having some flashbacks to our triumphant tour through Germany where we uh, <laughs> saw a receptacle labeled as such. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Well, those Germans are can be very perceptive sometimes. They're exceptionally true. <laughs> I mean... And, They're uh, keen observers of life. Furthermore, I... Uh, there during the Gods of War era, they put out lots of things like Sons of Odin and Gods mm-hmm. of War Live. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. let's let's put those on the back burner. They did not make it into the competition. And then uh, I also have here Hell on Stage Live. Ooh. Let's also back burner oh. that. But I want to point out something in here. I don't know if you can you can read that, but it says. This album is meant to be played fucking loud. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever seen that anywhere else. That's incredible. It's an explicit instruction from the four metal kings to whatever person is about to put this into their stereo mm-hmm. system that they need to blow their speakers in pursuit of playing this album fucking loud. Uh-huh. So they'll probably know. go into the bracket, a future bracket, where we need to deal with all those, as well as the absolute power and all the hell on earth DVDs. <laughs> so we uh, should point out that that Man of War Madness happens once a year. So I mean, we yes. have at least twenty more years of podcasting down. So that's nineteen more to go. So <laughs> works for me. So we're just doing the main albums, except for the one trash album, and also. I hear you typing already. What about the Imperial Editions? Yeah, what about the Imperial Editions? We're not doing those yet. Maybe in the future. Okay. So, okay. For, for those, for the wimps and posers who don't know, the Imperial Editions are remixed and remastered. There were two released in 2019, because probably Joey DeMaio going, um, well, Lord of Steel was terrible. <laughs> Let's resell some old stuff again so uh that's my theory at least anyway so also i i would like to say you 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 brought them up so maybe it's it's best to uh bring this out right now um if there are any wimps and posers listening please feel free to continue listening but we would politely ask you to leave the hall Uh (laughs) uh-huh you can listen but just outside yeah just not the hall get out of the hall that's right so, uh, did you want, I think we, I feel like we should talk a little Man of War before, so we already got the matchups, we should figure out how we're going to score them, but maybe we should talk a little Man of War first. And, Let's uh, do that. I bring that up specifically, because I've, uh, been traipsing around, uh, New York State, Central New York, to be more specific, and Man of War is from Auburn, New York. All right? Can you find Auburn on a map? I'm no, going to no go out can. on a limb and say no. All right, so... There Is are... it southwest of Schenectady? No. S- Central New Damn. York. Central New York has... Oh, that's Rochester, the worst part of New York. <laughs> Rochester and Syracuse. And then uh-huh. Utica. And then Albany. So somewhere between Rochester and Syracuse is Auburn, New York. You know what else is between Rochester and Syracuse? Fucking nothing. It's all nothing. It's toll road. And Auburn doesn't even have its own exit. <laughs> so, you know what does? Waterloo. You know what's in Waterloo? 
an outlet mall. So that's the uh, area we're talking about here. So that's where Man of War... I don't understand how the Kings of Metal can come from such a remote place. But, uh, you know, as the song Man of War says, they met on English ground. So clearly they wanted yeah. to get the fuck out of central New York. Yeah. Well, the story is Joey DeMaio was a uh, like a tech for Ronnie James Dio. Mm-hmm. And him and Ross the Boss met, I think, in England. And Ross the Boss is from the Bronx, if I recall. Yeah, that sounds Which explains right. some things. Yep. <laughs> Let's see where Ross the Boss's band is located. Bronx, New York. That's what it says. And I gotta say, his solo albums are amazing. I was listening to them. Oh, yeah. And uh, live, Ross the Boss still does uh, classic era, era Man of War. So... Um, he's, he's definitely, uh, worth seeing if you get the chance. Joey feel about that, I wonder. Like, I don't know. I wonder how many cease and desist letters Ross the Boss has gotten over the years. With no teeth behind them. I'm, I'm glad you I mean, brought up cease and desist letters, because I was going to bring that up later. <laughs> man, I am just looking at the cover art for the Ross the Boss new metal leader. Uh, I like the democratization. He's the new metal leader rather than a metal king. Um, but uh, it's it's the most incredible image I've ever seen. It's it's an yeah. eagle with a warhammer fighting an army of orcs. It's just you know if I can Whoa. never see anything but this ever again, I'd be happy. Damn. It looks kind of like a Primal Fear album. Oh, a shit. little bit. Look at look at Born of Fire. There's a yeah, a lot going on there. I mean, uh, these are all incredible. Perhaps we should uh, incorporate Ross the Boss into the next. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, next Man, Man, Man of War Madness twenty twenty three. That's right. Yeah, we can put him up against uh, whatever that new shit is. Uh huh. Lord, Lord of Steel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh boy. <laughs> so, uh, do you know, I. I wonder if we should cut this out later. <laughs> but, uh, we'll find out if we left it in. So, the guy who uh, got arrested and charged with um, a horrible crime who's no longer uh-huh. in Manowar, do you know how he uh-huh. met them? Oh, boy, was, do I. You, <laughs> I can, like, I can hear him in my head reciting that story. Yeah, there's... You know, it's I like, just got on the bike, and I love to go fast, so, you know, I was, like, going quick. And all of a sudden... All of a sudden, he almost runs into into, into Joey DeMaio, and Joey DeMaio's like, what the fuck, man? And then I, was about I to said... this guy. And I said, all I like to do is ride fast and play my guitar. And that's how he joined Man of War. It's like, yeah, fuck that's you. all it took. <laughs> That's and turns wow. out that's not all he liked, and now he's in prison where he belongs. So, mm-hmm. all right, and and, and I, I, again, because it's been a tangent filled, you know, months really yeah. for us. Yeah, Man of War. Ugh, it breaks the heart. It does, and and like, ah, up there with Iced Earth, Man of War is one of those bands for me that just like. It pulls my pulls my soul in two different directions. Like I love the songs and I love the music, and then I'm just like Carl Logan's ripping this awesome solo, and then just fucking yeah. creep. 
Uh, uh, that's not always ripping. Well, I know, mm. but there there is a difference because I feel like Carl Logan didn't do anything other than solos. Like I don't think he contributed. Whereas in the case of Ice Earth, okay. uh, you, you know, the guy who believed all the conspiracy yeah. theories was writing songs about conspiracies. Okay, so. <laughs> so, okay, there's that's I. There also the the older I get. The less great I find Joey DeMaio's uh, persona to be, I feel that if well, Donald Trump were to I, listen to heavy metal, see now that's the opposite of me and band. Dave. Because the older I get, the older I find Joey DeMaio to be the greatest human being ever, and I would follow him over, you know, to anywhere. If if Joey DeMaio knocked on my door and said. We have to go down here and fight an orc. I'd be like, I got you. I'll give a long narration before we do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so Him he was a lot of German kids. Yeah. <laughs> so he was, uh, uh, replaced by, uh, this is like one of those dream come true. Uh, dreams come true. I'm sure there was a Brazilian man of war tribute band. So they just took their guitarist, and he's in Manowar now. <laughs> so that's the guitarist. And then, uh, sadly, oh. Scott Columbus died, the uh, the Wait. drummer. And okay. the original drummer came back for a while, but then they got former Hammerfall drummer Anders Johansson. Which, uh, Dave has a... a, a it's it's weird Andres for him God. to land in Manowar, because yeah. Dave has a story about... about Meeting Anders uh, after seeing Hammerfall. Yeah, it was very interesting. Like we were watching, we were watching the the bus driver attempt to turn the bus around like 180 degrees in the Jack's parking lot, and it was a feat. This guy was a pro. And as he was doing this, we were all standing out there talking to Anders Johansson, drummer of Hammerfall, known for like the flaming symbols and wearing his underwear on his head and stuff like that. Um brother of Jens Johansson, the keyboardist for uh, Ronnie James Dio, who we talked about earlier on his mm -hmm. album Lock Up, Lock Up the Wolves. Hey, it's like um, a circle. Uh, yeah, a magic circle, one might say. <gasps> and, uh, Holy and shit. Anyway, so, so Anders was complaining about the, uh, the complexity of the drum parts that he was able to play. So it's interesting to see him move from Hammerfall to an even more uh, four on the floor yeah, shall strip, we say strip down? Yeah, yeah, but the primal uh, kind of percussion role that you would need to fulfill the the destiny of the Man of War drummer by playing like. So I actually I set up my electric kit recently, but I didn't set up my uh, my double kick pedal or actually the bass drum at all. So I was trying to figure out if I could play along with the album Louder Than Hell without using a bass drum pedal, but rather using, like, my low tom set to a bass drum pad and just mm -hmm. playing, you know, with two limbs. And it turns out you can. <laughs> wow. Wasn't Louder the Hell the album Rhino was on? Or was no, that, that like was, a uh, Triumph it has of Steel? The, the one with the 30-minute song, yeah. Oh, that was Triumph of Steel then. But you could still play Metal Warriors with that, I'm sure. Well, yeah, that, that's the paradox. The one album with impressive drumming is that album, which we'll get to. <laughs> yeah. 
we will way to tie it back in. So how how should we do these albums? Uh, how should we match them up? I was thinking we could match up, for example, their art and give a point to whoever, whichever one has better art, and then music, mm-hmm. lineup, songs, lyrics, and miscellaneous, and assign a winner in each category, give them all a point, and then whoever wins, wins. I don't know if that's the best way, so I'm going to open it up to a discussion from you. And if, My if only you're fine with that, let's just, just go for it. It's not very metal. No, no, I, I like this. I like this. My only question is, what, what in your mind is the difference between music and uh-huh. songs? Uh huh. Because to me, it seems like those are synonyms. All right. Well, let's like let's take for example, Achilles' agony and ecstasy in eight parts. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great song idea, but the music is terrible. So I would give the song point to the other album, and I would give the music point, wait, other way around, a song point to Triumph of Steel and the music point to the other one, except it's up against Louder Than Hell, so it's going to lose anyway. This conversation's getting too proggy. Let's move on. Well, I mean, at, at the risk of offending Doug, just to clarify myself. So music is like the musical quality, and songs is much more like the lineup of the album. Like what's on the album? All right, how about kind of like, how about recording? Okay, sure, sure. There we go. All right, done. Perfect. All right, Doc, the cream's gonna rise to the top. So <laughs> I don't think it matters how we do this. The winner's gonna win. Doesn't matter. That's right. Once all the counting's done. Yeah. Whatever you know, uh, the best be man of war song. album. <laughs> the best the man of war album gonna is going to win no matter how the you slice it. To the top. Once the counting is done, man, you should hire the four of us. All right, Joey DeMaio, you can send that check to uh, Podcast and Dell. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's dive in. Should we start a battle hymns? Let's start a battle hymns. Uh, start a battle right. hymns? Yeah, let's, let's just let's get the re-recordings out of the way. Okay. Okay. Alright. So, we got Manowars Battle Him versus Manowars Battle Him MMXI because for some reason they redid it in 2011. So, um, alright, so we got the categories art, recording, lineups, songs, lyrics, miscellaneous. So, art, uh, for, uh, for both of them, it has the uh, just an eagle. However, on the re-recording, the white background, the no, the fire or whatever has been replaced mm-hmm. with the black background. The eagle mm-hmm. is now golden, as is the logo. Um, for this, I'm going to have to give the point to the, uh, in my opinion, <laughs> to the uh, the uh, the re-recordings. So that's one point from me. I also agree that the re-recordings album artwork now now part of it only works because you remember that old um stone eagle from the original but I think the golden metallic eagle is much more iconic is a much better album art uh it it's it's battle hymns MMXI 
agree with this. Uh, the 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 dynamism of the flaming sky and the white marble eagle is just far superior to the monochromatic gold on black. And for personal reasons, gold on black is not something that I really can find appealing. So oh, I gotta, wow. gotta give a point to to battle him the original. Wow. For for the artwork. I'm going with Dave on this. Oh, that was just Dave. I guess we can talk about this. I can't decide which one is more fascist looking. I mean, they're both really fascist, for the record. Super. Yeah. The, the only thing Man of War is lacking is like a symbol. I mean, they got the hand gesture. You know, yeah. they got. They got the faceless the, the, warrior. The faceless warrior. They got the eagle. They got the symbolism. There's <laughs> there's a crown and a ring. No one knows what the ring does. <laughs> yeah, the only you know something that that looking at it over, um, just to just to re-advocate for the new version of this logo or image or whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't think eagles have abs. Um, the this, first this eagle, eagle definitely has abs. I mean, both of these eagles definitely have abs, well, it's, but the, <laughs> the gold eagle has slightly, like, I believe those abs more than the original eagle's abs. Um, like, this eagle is doing crunches and, like, uh, scissor kicks and all kinds of things. You know, now, uh, that, you, now that you bring that up, the uh, original eagle's abs look more human and yeah, yeah. the new abs look more like the uh, leather armor type stuff that Eric Adams wears. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could see this as like a like an eagle wearing some kind of Roman breastplate. Uh, but the first eagle definitely is very well defined. It's almost like Jesus on the cross level abs. What year did Rocky Four come out? Yeah, which is I think is a of a selling point. Or, or... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, stone is eternal. You can melt that gold down so fast. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, wow. this, this predates Rocky Four, by the way. Nice. Okay, so we're tied up on art. Let's go to recording. Um, the uh, I I gotta go with the new one because you know the, the whole point was they re-recorded it to make it sound better, and uh, I'm gonna have to go with the new recording so that's that's a point for recording for battle hymns mmxi from me i i totally agree i love this album i love uh everything about it it's very hard to listen to the original recording it sounds like it was recorded in somebody's bathroom um you want epic musicality from man of war and this 1982 recording just doesn't do it Ironically, it was probably the new one recorded in someone's bathroom. But <laughs> well, I can. It does sound better. Yeah, but it's a mansion bathroom. <laughs> the new one was recorded at House Vodenfried and in Hell by Manowar. So literal hell. House Manfred is what they call their. Studio, so it was recorded, I assume, in Auburn, New York. So there's fucking nothing else to do except drive to Waterloo and go to the outlets. <laughs> so, 
Pick up some cheap sound tile. Are they oh. no longer in their in their state of the art like palace mountain retreat in Germany? Uh, I like they, well, like they it's were possible. In one of the DVDs. All right, uh, this is gonna blow the your rattle. Mind. Oh, never mind. Oh shit! Hang on. I'm looking for where it was recorded. My version of of the original was remastered. You will never guess where. It Silver was, Spring, Maryland. No, it was. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Okay, Omega so Studios. Rock it was. <laughs> it was Morris recorded. Sound. It was recorded at Criteria Recording Studio in Miami, Florida. So yeah, America's yeah. toilet, and then yeah. uh, mixed at the Record Plant Recording Studio, New York City, digitally remastered at Abbey Road. What? Wow! Hail to England, indeed. And <laughs> my copy uh, was also made in England. Nice. Nice. Except I think I paid $5 for it. And upsettingly, it says it's classic rock. <laughs> so whoever wrote this, you know, is a fucking poser. You should leave the hall. Leave the hall. Anyway, so recording. <laughs> we, need, we need to issue two more points. Oh. Um, the, uh, the new one. Regrettably. Yeah. Regrettably, I, I mean there there are some there there are some like exceptions to this. Of course, sorry for the stutter. I was just thinking, which one is it? Is it Death Tone, or is it uh, what is it? Metal Haze, Metal Days, Metal Days. There are some on the original that just like that grit and bathroom sound really sells it. But yeah, when I want to hear Man of War play Battle Him. I want the re-recorded one. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. Uh, lineup. Um, fuck Carl Logan. The original lineup. And I don't think anyone's going to disagree. So yep. let's just move right along. <laughs> There's no way Carl Logan can stand up to Ross the Boss. No. Zero. All right. Music. Except in, in terms of being a criminal. <laughs> right. There's that. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, music. Better crimes, though. The, uh, you know, it's it's kind of hard to <laughs> compare the music because it's all the same music. But they managed to make Battle Him longer on the yeah. re-recording, which uh, could be a good thing. I mean, so what's great about Battle Him is that it takes so long to end. And on the yeah, I appreciate does. <laughs> I really you, appreciate that. If you go I watch. If you go watch the Ultimate Power when they had all three drummers and all three <laughs> guitarists play it, uh, the ending was longer than the song itself. So for that song, I'm going to go with longer ending. Uh, that song is speaking for the whole thing. That song. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with the re-recording, believe it or not. It's 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 almost uh, longer by half. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's so impressive. You have to give it to the re re-recording. <laughs> yeah, I concur. Yep, uh, especially with Man of War's central ethos of more equals better. How can we not give it to it? Man, That's also the, the central ethos of podcasts in town. <laughs> A good decision, Ross the Boss, was probably not involved in It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, True. they're also. You could also imagine in your debut album, 
There's like, there's no way we can just end a song for five minutes, can we? And like, yeah, that's too audacious. We we need to keep it more. You know, we need to keep Can't it more that strange. much tape. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's like like a, a cassette's only thirty six minutes. We got to bring this in at thirty five forty eight. All right, so next category is lyrics. I feel like we can't really uh, compare the lyrics because they're identical. Yeah. So I'm I gonna, feel like you have to split it. I'm going to backburner my lyrics discussion because it, 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 we're going to have to address the lyrics in the future. So how about we just we give it a yeah. two and a two? Perfect. Tim's got to finish his text analysis to truly yeah. confirm that there's no differences. Right. <laughs> Just, you, can't, right. you can't leave these sorts of things to assumption and chance. Yeah. Right. Also, for another uh, Man of War Madness, we need to ask, like, um, uh, non-verbal but nonetheless vocal parts of the performance, like aspirated vowels, yeah, yeah. breaths, you know, pauses, <laughs> lengths oh, of pauses. Well, how about this? Eric, screams. On the re-recordings, yeah. Eric Adams definitely sounds older. <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, like vocal timbre. That's, that's, All these things go good. into the... Because as he's aged, he's kind of gotten a richer tone. Yeah. And he's definitely lost some of his high end. So so it's interesting. And this this from a musical perspective, there is value in, in hearing some of these songs played a half step or a full step or even more down to accommodate an aging set of pipes. That's mm-hmm. that's what the true metal people want to listen to. Right. Is that right. nuance? Agreed. Yeah. All right. So, um, what's all this? What's the miscellaneous? Yeah, the miscellaneous. It's, it's whatever isn't covered by the before. For example, like packaging and stuff. For example, so we take our bias out. For example, Orson Welles provided the narration on Dark Avengers uh, on the original, uh, and Sir Christopher Lee provided the same narration on the re-recording. Now. Uh, Manowar uh, failed to spell Orson Welles' name correctly on the original and on the remaster. They left it. <laughs> I, I'm attempting That's to really show it metal. on the stream, but they did not spell Wells correctly. So, and no, they, they left didn't it. Spell it so well at all. They left it. My mistype. <laughs> My miscellaneous point goes to the original for for being wrong for the misspelling. And I think Orson Welles is marginally better. They're both good. So, but the misspelling puts it over there. That gets it across the line. Right. I prefer the sound of the Christopher Lee narration, but I think, you know, by by the time they got to the re-recording, it was an old hat to get an aging actor who would do anything for the right price. You know, I think it was a very smart for them to get early 1980s Orson Welles, fresh off his wine commercial, <laughs> to, yeah. to narrate not one but two songs because they he, they had him do two narrations and it, the other one shows up on the next album, which is brilliant. So I'm going to give that point also to the original. See, this is where I'm a huge Orson Welles fan. I love Orson Welles. He's one of my favorite actors and writers and directors. But this is like really sad, desperate, drunk, defeated Orson Welles. 
Oh, the French champagne. So I feel like... It's as funny as it is tragic. (laughs) Christopher Lee, at least, was into it. Like, he was... He's using his Sauron voice. Um, He's fully aware. Christopher Lee definitely knew what was going on and what he was involved with. Because he also did a bunch of Rhapsody albums and released his own heavy metal album, which wasn't very good, called called, uh, Charlemagne. There were multiple, yeah. Why? Why, why, you ask? Was it called Charlemagne? Because it was about Charlemagne. Can trace his lineage back to Charlemagne. Wow. But, I mean, Orson Welles was literally doing this for a bottle of Paul Masson. California champagne and and I, there is a California I, champagne. <laughs> it it doesn't do anything. <laughs> that's and, and the Orson Welles you get. That's what's so great about it. <laughs> but just because I I really feel bad for Orson Welles and feel like Orson Welles, if he had his faculties together is above recording for Man of War, whereas Christopher Lee is not, I think I have to give it to the reissue. I have to give it wow. to this re-release. No, I love Orson Welles. I will, I love drunk, sad Orson Welles, but there's just something about a nobody band from central New York recording an album and Orson Welles going, well, if it Pays money. <laughs> it, it just it just makes me too sad. I can't listen to it. That was surprisingly close to uh, the the Santa Claus. Oh, Not I your mean, Santa Claus. I'm just saying when we had Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, f- they're 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 both aging, fat drunks. white drunks. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right, we have one more point to issue for miscellaneous. Who's who's doing it? I think it's, uh, I think it's me. Um, I'm splitting my point between the two. <gasps> because Can you wow. do that? He just yeah. did. Yeah. We're starting it out early with the new rules in terms of scoring. Um, it is a yeah. scoring-based system that Dave's participating in. I can't wait till the first 16-point uh, category, but we'll get there. <laughs> Soon enough. Uh, uh, just the audacity. and And I love the fact that they were able to take possibly two of the most iconic voices from yeah. sequential generations of uh, of film and radio. I I don't know whether Christopher Lee had a radio career or not. He's so old he must He's have. old enough that he could have, right? Uh or was old enough that he could have. And and I just love that kind of continuity that with the remaster they will go for Really, the closest analog that one could find to Orson Welles in these days. That's, That's a good my point. Miscellaneous point. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Let's... and I, I, you're absolutely right. I love the and, and I love part of me loves the fact that this nobody band who hasn't recorded a single thing until this has the audacity to say, "Hey, Mister Wells." <laughs> All right, Tim. So, in the spirit of March Madness, should there be a ticking clock? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the winner of the Battle Hymns versus Battle Hymns MMXI, surprisingly, I'm, this blows me away, is the re recording. 
Wow. Because the re-recordings are almost universally bad, but because of the recording quality and the fact that they lengthened <laughs> the ending of Battle Hymn, that uh, it eked out a victory. So let's move on to the other re-recording matchup. Kings of Metal versus Kings of Metal MMXIV. So in 2014, they go... Hey, Battle Hymns did so well, let's re-record Kings of Metal. And mm-hmm. you'll notice it's two discs. Um, I'm not even sure what's on them. And I, th- I think I realize this is foreshadowing, but I listened to this once and said, well, that sucked. <laughs> and never, <laughs> never listened to it again. So, and I feel like this is the first major... Major crack in the uh, leather breastplate that it, the men wore <laughs> dons. So, not not to jump too far ahead, but uh, let's go ahead with art. So the artwork is well. You, I don't know. Is it on the screen? Let me check. Unfortunately, it's cropped out of Dave's window <laughs> uh, yeah. here, but. But over Dave's right shoulder is the uh, Man of War artwork. So it's our faceless soldier holding a bloodied sword with, it looks like he was shackled at one point, but he's broken the chains and they're flying free. He's holding the ring, whatever the ring yeah. does. And it's not like, it's not like a ring. <laughs> it's like um, a giant door knocker type ring. Yeah, it looks like some kind of like ancient Indian throwing weapon. Like, I uh-huh. can imagine this be like a, a steel circlet blade that he can just throw. If I, if I can interject, this is, this is uh, in, in the fantasy style of a Viking arm ring. That which mm. a... a, a the, the, that which a Jarl or a successful battle chief would disperse to his loyal, you know, shipmates and, and, and men-at-arms. So he's holding it aloft, this king of metal, to to to, to give the promise of uh, that which could be won if he were to but follow the four metal kings. Correct. Correct. The new well, art sucks. Well, uh, yeah. just give my Let's... point to the to the original, and I'm done. I'm with Doug. <laughs> they took well, the American flag off. I was done there. I do. I, I do want to point I saw out the gradients. There is there is a crown, but uh. Between his legs on the ground, yep. there's an Amer- yep. tattered American flag and a tattered German flag and various other flags uh, on the ground. And then one uh, of which looks like it might and, be a Thai flag. And dude's got some great abs. Where's the Thai yeah. flag? I, I, that I, one? That might yeah, be the, the Netherlands. One, yeah, or it could be the Netherlands. Fucking Netherlands. All right. So here's the new one. And And none of the flags are uh, upon the rocks. And as Doug pointed out, I mean, Kent pointed out, (laughs) there is no American flag. Yeah. And the gradients in the title suck. Could they do this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The gradients suck. The whole point of being kings of metal is to destroy and smash the nation states. I I like the implications that America, Germany... And possibly the Netherlands were the last to fall <laughs> to the kings of metal, but nonetheless, the mighty power of metal has defeated 
all the nation states and remains triumphant. Um, this is a fucking metal UN meeting. Uh, there's no king here. This is like a meeting of equals. Um, no way. No well, fucking way. It is a meeting. It's just perfect. That's a, a perfect description. Yeah, right. The only thing that could save it is if the Taiwan knees flag was on there, but it's <laughs> there's not. Like, it's like blatant, like the the flag of Western Sahara. <laughs> I like it. I like it. The Transnistria is there. Ooh. That's, uh, I just if if I have my druthers on the YouTube, I'll link to the uh, uh, the Daily Bald video where he goes to Transnistria. I like it. <laughs> nice. Shout out to Daily Bald. He doesn't give a fuck about us. You know what? Nope. And because of that, I don't give a fuck about him. Oh no, no, but he could cross from. Maybe he'll. Maybe he will care about us. I'm just kidding, Daily Bald. We love you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Plug us on your YouTube's. Oh wait, no, it's Bald and Bankrupt. Daily Bald is his other channel. So anyway, oh. there you go. I've clarified that for you. Anyway, back to these flags. <laughs> oh, well, none of them are the Chinese Taipei flag, so that's right. That would have. <laughs> All right, let's, Olympic of you. <laughs> let's let's move on to recording. Um. Uh huh. So, in this one, before we were saying the original sounds like it was recorded in a bathroom, whereas the new one was recorded in Auburn, New York, and has that Auburn sound. <laughs> So, um, but I'm going to have to go the other way on this one, because while the original Kings of Metal was recorded in the 80s, it has that good mm -hmm. 80s sound instead of that bad yeah. 80s sound. So for me, that point goes to the original. You're absolutely right. Whatever increase in budget or equipment or whatever they did to go from the 1982 battle hymns to the 1988 kings of metal the the marginal return on the re-recording is nothing like battle hymns versus battle hymns 2011 it goes uh, to the recording yeah. yes most certainly and and i think of kings of metal as one of those iconic sounding albums that mm -hmm. that that its original sound is a facet of it, like the drums or the guitars or the songwriting. And it's inextricably linked from it. And when I hear remastered or other editions of it, I am dissatisfied. Right. It's wrong. It's like, it's, it's incorrect. Wrong. It's not improved. It's just incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I'm I, just like, I feel like Battle Hymns 2011 corrects some mistakes. Not mistakes in musicianship, but recording mistakes. And well, there's not really the same thing for these two albums. Yeah, and I think retroactively, Kings of Metal was kind of, maybe, I, I don't think it is, but a lot of people would call it their best album. It certainly has a lot of their definitive songs. But even the original record, this is the start of Man of War really flubbing the track order. Yes, yeah. they do consistently <laughs> throughout the rest of their career. Oh, that the, is a great new, point. That is a great point. The off the it, top of my head, the new one doesn't. It looks a little better, but not much. Yeah, they mixed up the tracks, which uh, throws you off if you're used to the original. Even if the original is like kind of weird, um, don't change the yeah, order I, when you redo it. In my opinion, I. 
I don't see how putting the epic song in the center of the record possibly works. Yeah, I and do like. I'm I'm sure I they do. were they were running into uh, you know vinyl in general. Uh, you want to put the quiet song towards the end of the side. Mm-hmm. That's um, a good point. So that's probably what they had in mind on the original, but on the re-recording, that doesn't matter anymore. I, I do like how the re-release gets rid of Pleasure Slave, which I find to be like a flesh-crawly song. Oh, I was going to talk about Pleasure to. Slave in the matchup, in the okay. later uh, matchup. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. Happy uh, to not talk about that yet. <laughs> I can't wait for that discussion. So, uh, we have one more point to give for recording. I think we all agreed that that the original, the original, right. yeah. All right, we can skip right over lineup because it's the same it's thing as last time. Fuck Carl Logan. All right, <laughs> music. Okay, so I believe besides the track order, the big musical difference between the recording, the original, and the re-recording is when they did Blood of the Kings, they added a verse in the re-recording, and. It is the most awkward verse. Like, it starts out okay, <laughs> but then it just kind of falls apart. And if, if I were uh, better prepared, I would have had it pulled up already. <laughs> but You're right. Blood of Kings on the re-release is a full 30 seconds longer. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think that's a 30 seconds of value. So no. in that... I'm like, battle hymns. In that right, exactly. verse... Yes. In that verse, they... Oh, uh, by the way, the second disc is apparently instrumentals. <laughs> so anyway, um, and they don't forget you can make your own. Song. You can make your own Man of War songs. It's like a rap album. You can <laughs> pretend to be Eric Adams for a day. Where the hell is it? <laughs> the track order is all fucked up. It's so the... bizarre. Yeah, it's track five and not the last track where it should right. be. Anyway, right. blood. Of, the new blood of the kings. Uh, so, in Blood of the Kings, for uh, the wimps and posers listening, who don't know it by heart, they right. sing through all their fans, like, where they are. Our armies in England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, our brothers in Belgium, Holland, and France will not fail. But Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Italy, Switzerland, Austria, back to the glory of Germany. That's the whole verse. So, they're yeah, shouting out to all their fans. tune about it. But yeah. clearly they left some uh, areas out. I I find it odd that they never corrected Holland to include the rest of the Netherlands, nope. but... Just, yeah. just Holland. I also appreciate they're calling it North Ireland. Yeah, so here we go. So, so they mention Ireland, but they left out North Ireland, but they specifically call out Scotland, uh, England, yeah. and Wales. So Northern Ireland has been left out of this. So, uh, to write to, I, I'm guessing to write that and several other issues, they, they added a new verse that is, and I quote, and the warriors from Russia, Slovenia, Hungary, Brazil, Czech Republic, North Ireland, Greece, and Romania, hail and kill, but Turkey, Chile, Bulgaria, Estonia, and USA. Argentina, 
Japan, Portugal, Lithuania, Canada, Spain, Israel, and Poland fight for metal. Like, they stopped trying. It, it all fits so well, and I guarantee you can fit all those words into a verse that flows and rhymes, but instead... They threw them all in a string, especially by the time they get to Lithuania. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they, it's just, it's too far gone to be saved. And you can totally rhyme Lithuania. And hey, what about the rest of the Baltic? What's up with that? Why is that missing? Why Slovenia, not Slovakia? What's going on here? You know, as yeah. someone who's deeply rooted in the causes of Cornwall, Brittany and Catalonia. I was also very disappointed. <laughs> and, and this is the the musical equivalent of giving Chewie his medal forty years too late. Yes, thank you, Doug. And uh, you know whatever they contributed to the troubles w- with yeah, light in the first record, the damage was done. Like you can't, you know, you can't unring that bell. We should point out that the Good Friday Agreement happened between the two recordings. <laughs> and this may very well be a stipulation of those negotiations. <laughs> so anyway, for all those reasons, <laughs> I mean, I'm giving the music point to Kings of Metal, the original. I agree. As a metal as it is, there is consensus. Uh, <laughs> which we say is unmetal, but it's pretty yeah. fucking metal. Yeah, that's right. Quite authoritarian. <laughs> like four kings of metal, four metal kings, and also four consensus points for each and every yeah. bit of this. That's right. So I don't see. I, I feel like for lyrics, we could uh, just copy that score over. Right, <laughs> we were mostly complaining yeah. about the clumsily shoehorned in countries. Yeah, well, blood of the kings, and and what the fuck with no pleasure slave? Okay, so I see. I give my point to the remaster here because pleasure slave is gone for for music. For no, for lyrics. For lyrics, okay. Yeah, I I agree because we'll talk about pleasure slave and miscellaneous too. But oh god. All right, that's fair. Um. Yeah, I, I I have many thoughts on pleasure, pleasure slave, and uh, 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 foreshadowing. I usually skip that song. <laughs> so, uh-huh. All right, miscellaneous. Um, this does not need to be two discs. No you way. wasted everyone's time with the first disc. <laughs> I probably never listened to the second disc. So, for that reason, I'm giving the miscellaneous point to the uh, to the original. I'm going to descend a different direction and give to the new one to oh. ding Pleasure Slave twice. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I can't. You know, people in the future, you know, long after our current civilization has collapsed, are going to discover buried in the ashes. Of our civilization, a After man of war CD. Horror. Yeah, right. And and on it's going to be the original Kings of Metal, European, American, or Japanese release. It's going to have Pleasure Slave on it, and they're going to say those assholes got exactly what they deserved. It's uh, like why the fuck did they put the bonus track in the middle of the record? Right. 
That right. don't make no sense. <laughs> that, see, yeah. that's the only legitimate complaint about Pleasure Slave. Um, that should be a hidden track. It should be like a little Easter egg. Like, I forgot to turn off my disc band. Yeah. And now I get a new surprise. It should never yeah. be written. The word Pleasure Slave should never be written. Well, the, the, the album placement is challenging because I will want to listen to all of Kings of Metal. And I'll want to do this in mixed company. And yeah. I will sometimes forget that Pleasure Slave is going to follow what? Oh, yeah. Well, Hail and Kill is not without issue, though. Not with, no. And, you know, but Hail and Kill, I think, is about being a, a psychopath. So, yeah. And I think that there is a large conversation to be had about Man of War's lyrical content and mm-hmm. the, the, the ways in which women are portrayed in their songs. Um, and it's grown far more distasteful over the years to me. But that said, there's something about the Pleasure Slave riff. That fat, gross, greasy little bass riff. Uh, uh, <laughs> just you can hear Matt cringe. Right oh, God. I, I can never be in the same room as Dave anymore. <laughs> so, uh, where do the points go? <laughs> I think it's a. I think it's an even split. I think it's two yeah, and two. I just like I remember. I, I used to listen to that song. I mean, because the album was a was a constant for me. That used to be my mow the lawn album. Oh <laughs> my god. It took me just as long as the record to get like the front and the backyard done. <laughs> that, that that's incredible. So that fat throbbing riff right in the middle. You heard it. You know, so, by, the you end, gotta... by the end, his his hands are so sore from the vibrations. So probably to the surprise weed whacking that week. To the surprise of. To the surprise of likely no one, the original Kings of Metal trounced the terrible re-recording. Alright, let's do one Ross the Boss matchup and one post-Ross the Boss matchup, and then call it an episode, so that way everyone has to wait (laughs) for the rest of the results. Alright. It's like real Marsh Madness. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right, so uh, our Ross the Boss era matchup number one is Into Glory Ride and Hail to England, which uh, on my CDs is helpfully put on the same CD. (laughs) (laughs) And even more confusingly, if you open up the liner notes, uh, so it's like one of those six-panel gatefolds. Oh, yes. It turns out wow. it's yeah. the Louder Than Hell artwork inside, oh, which shit. is just confusing. Can I give a point to that? You can absolutely give a point to that, but I'm not sure where it would land. <laughs> All right. So, uh... Uh... Fuck. <laughs> so, uh... Uh, Into the Glory Ride was their second album, and Hail to England was their third album. And those were released in various years that I don't have handy anymore, because uh, I have four monitors, but still don't have enough room to, to lay out to do this podcast. It's All right. 83 and 84. 
Yes, 83 and 84. Naturally, uh, you'd expect me to give anything released in 83, you know, full marks, but I don't think that's possible in this case. So, yeah. (laughs) All right, so let's start with artwork between Into Glory Ride and Hail to England. So, Into Glory Ride uh, is a band promo photo. (laughs) Fuck. You got to see this thing. Uh, Metal Nation, if you're not familiar, if you Uh. are, in fact, a uh, a fan of false metal and not well-versed in Manowar, I implore you to go Google Manowar into Glory Ride and see this wonderful, wonderful album (laughs) cover. Yes, yeah. It's It's uh, wonderful in all the wrong ways. Like, it did not age well. I don't even know if it was a good idea to begin with. (laughs) But it is... It is the band. Uh, they are three of them are brandishing swords. Mm-hmm. Wa- uh, Eric Adams <laughs> has a flail, and uh, they're two-handed flail. God, what? I don't even know how to describe this. So, okay, so Ross the Boss looks like a, an extra from Conan. Uh, they all look like various Conan like, characters. Yes. Yeah, but different yeah. scenes. Different scenes. Right, right, right. Right. And uh, most disturbingly, perhaps, is uh, is uh, Joey DeMaio's loincloth. Yeah. Oh, oh not disturbing at all. I, I would say that his that his fur leggings are more disturbing than right, his loincloth. Right, right. He, he and Eric Adams are, in fact, wearing Uggs. <laughs> so... But everybody besides Joey is actually wearing pants. He really wanted to show. He off went all pants. in. Yeah, he really well, wanted he, to show off those those fucking monster hammies. I mean, he he was racking up squats, and he realized, yeah. you know what? Why work for it if you're not going to show it off? Hey, he has a point, and this is probably Joey DeMaio in his prime. I think for me, artwork wise, the sign of the hammer, and I know we haven't gotten to the point stage yet. The sign of the hammer is such uh, an iconic like piece of iconography. Oh, but this is Hail yes, to England. Bit... Yeah, this is against oh, Hail to England. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Well, I was yeah. getting... Well, you're, get, you're getting man, ahead. That, tough, that, tough, yeah, that well, toughens things up. Yeah, you know what? Uh, just to jump ahead, I, the Man of War, the Sign of the Hammer, uh, you know, that is iconic, whereas this is just laughable. <laughs> so, But you know what? And this might be surprising because of my feelings about England and hailing to it, um, but I could, I could, and have drawn a picture of a muscular man holding the Union Jack, um, surrounded by chaos. Uh, I also am puzzled by the fact that it's hailed to England and yet has the flag of the United Kingdom. Yeah, um, but good point. The, but that uh, might be too, too. Uh, British of a of a nitpick, uh, but for me, there's only one cover of Into Glory Ride, and if it didn't exist, it would be necessary to invent it. Um, if if again, if that alien civilization uh, discovers the cover of Into Glory Ride, they'll be like, "These guys are fucking awesome." Well, uh, see, I, I'm going to have to dissent here well, for, because real quick for completion, we should describe the cover to Hail to England. So, oh, true. It okay. looks like rejected concept art for He-Man. So yeah. you have a muscly guy wearing an eagle helmet of some kind with long, 
flowing locks and uh, a, uh, a a belt buckle made of a demon's head where yep. uh, over his loincloth uh, reminiscent of Joey DeMaio's he is holding a, uh, a union jack like you mentioned but it is so it's it's reminiscent of Iron Maiden's The Trooper single artwork however if you notice this flagpole has spikes on it and he's holding yep. it in the spiked area of the flagpole and not any of the smooth safe areas which is odd. And then there are various bloody weapons and carnage around him. And then a uh, scantily clad woman and a beheaded Amsel, really. barbarian yeah. of some kind. And uh, says man war across the top. And then like awkwardly jammed into the left. <laughs> it says hail to England. In, in now, I would font. say, I know we're I know we're not doing the Imperial Editions, but the Imperial Edition of this album cover is much better. Um, but yeah, it's a very busy album. And uh, well, these, the, the metal be noticed, is in the detail. In, it I'll should be noticed that the noted that the sword he's holding on, Hail to England, is similar to the sword oh. that uh, that Scott Columbus is leaning upon. <laughs> in, uh, oh, in look at that! Game. Well, no, this and, is clearly an intentional design. All right, I'll stop talking over Doug now, maybe. Well, and so covering his cock piece is... <laughs> cock piece. <laughs> we have fur, we have There's a fur. knife, and we have yep. a goblin head. Uh, he's wearing an eagle helmet and also appears to have an eagle, like... Uh, Neck, what, whatever, am, am, what, whatever word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, this, this cover just is overwhelming in the metalness. It's a, it, it is a very metal cover. But also, I, I direct you helmet, to the long the, hair, the cover to Into Glory Ride. Like that, this isn't a fictitious land made with pen and ink. This is real. <laughs> This happened. These are real guys. These are yeah, real but... human beings with loincloths <laughs> and swords. I I'm 99% there, but they fuck up the logo and the uh album title. Okay, I, like, I I agree typographically it's it's much there's much to be desired. But just the fact that somebody four people and support staff took an afternoon to make this beautiful art exist. <laughs> this is this is a human achievement, Doug. Yeah, but it was only on Megaforce. If this was like a Capitol Records release, okay, okay. I'd be with you. <laughs> you know, uh, this they wanted to call like, it, uh, like they a wanted promo, to call it like a, up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with Hail to England, and wow. I rest my case. Wow. I'm going to agree with Doug. I'm also going to go with Hail to England. It's more metal. And uh, it's like uh, I can picture Into Glory Rod's cover being introduced as Exhibit A. Whereas I can't picture that for Hail to England. But during certain trials? During certain trials, yes. <laughs> 
I was just trying to recreate the cover of Into Glory Ride, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're missing a point. Where does that last point go? That's David's point. That's uh, my point. Um, while I think Hail to England is objectively better artwork, there is something that is so endearingly earnest about Into Glory Ride that I can't I can't choose anything but. Thank you. It has it has a kind of innocence. To it. it does. It does. <laughs> All right. These these bright young men on the start, you know, just right out there at the beginning of their journey. I think we can breeze that. right over recording since they were recorded, yeah, uh, probably within like six months of each other, and they sound the same to me, uh, quality wise. So, yeah. so they each get fours, right? <laughs> well, it doesn't really. It washes out in the end, so you can put whatever you want there. As long as they're equal. All right, lineup. It's the same lineup. I feel like that's a wash too. This yeah, that's definitely a wash. This one's a nail biter. I'm. I thought art would figure it out. All right, music, music. All right, so into glory ride. Um, <laughs> hang on. Let me back up. Hail to England has a track called Black Arrows. Yep. Black Arrows shouldn't exist. It's terrible. The record would be better at six tracks without this <laughs> abortion of a bass solo. Okay. That's probably true. That's kind of true of most of the bass solos in Man, Man of War's catalog. Most? Like, yes. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, again, oh, I I feel like these are two halves of the same coin. Otherwise, yeah, I I I do think though, Into Glory, um, Ride is a longer album. Um, it is. The playing time of Into Glory and Ride is almost forty five minutes. Um, Hail to England is only half an hour, and if we exclude Blacker Arrows, it's it's thirty minutes. 30 it's still longer than Angel of Death. Or yeah, who, I'm sure. going to descend, descend the same way as Matt here. I'm going to descend in line with Matt. Yeah, I, I longer just think better. Point. Uh-huh. In this case, you get more Man of War for the same price. More metal, yeah. Yeah. It's heavier. Uh, that, that, uh, in, in terms of musical mess? <laughs> yeah, your, your, your total well, density of music is greater per dollar. All right, counterpoint, Hail to England has more songs uh, yeah. that that stood the test of time. True. true. Watch. This, Watch. This I can prove this. That... I, I can prove this with, with Dave's participation. Kill with power! <laughs> die, die. Wow. That's right. All right. Now, uh, I'm going to perform the same experiment with Into Glory Ride. Ready? Gloves of metal. Exactly. No one knows Tonight. what it is. Of metal. Metal gloves. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, rule tonight is the lie. <laughs> so, oh, okay, okay. So See, now, now my, for me, I, the point goes to sign of the hammer. So that's two for Into Glory one. Ride and one to Hail. Sorry, one to Hail to England. Um, 
Dave, I think uh, it, it once again falls yeah. upon your shoulders to keep this tie going. Yeah. Okay. Well, Somebody that's good because the song. I did. I I was gonna go with this. I, upon looking at the track list on Into Glory Ride, I can't bring a single one of those tunes to my head. Um, I'd have to go back and listen to it. Mm. And for this reason, Blood of My Enemies is one of my favorite Manager songs. Love it. Love it. It is a great song. song. I crush your bones. I kill your face. I rip your flesh. I end the taste. The chase. (laughs) Yeah, okay. No, it's Into Glory Ride. I'm going to dissent from my dissent. Oh, no. So now it's one to three? How is it? Oh, I'm. I don't yeah. know. I'm giving. I'm giving mine to. Uh, right. Yeah, I gave it Kill to Hail to England. He gave it to Hail to England. Doug gave yeah, it to Hail to England. Doug defected. Yeah, I'm going to be contrarian and give it to Hail to England. Well, what are you giving it against? To? I'm still giving it to End of Glory Right. All right, lyrics. Um, now, I would like to say that this is where I'm rewarding Hail to England. Uh, even though, as someone who's lived in England, um, many of the lyrics betray the fact that they did not spend a lot of time in England. For <laughs> example, we came from the hills and into old London town. There are no there, there are no hills anywhere near London town. <laughs> in fact, the biggest hill around is in Regent Park. I think that's the only hill within the general vicinity of London. Um, yeah. So... Even though it's lyrically inaccurate, as you've mentioned, they're memorable, um, they're great. Hail to England gets my lyrical point. It's a, it's a fight for old DC moment. <laughs> <laughs> so many podcasts. So many yeah. podcasts to have. Yeah, that's yeah. its own episode. <laughs> Nevertheless, Matt's right, so I'm going to descend. My descent is in the direction of Matt. You're descending towards the consensus. Yeah. Hail to England, for sure. I mean, blood of my enemies is just it's pure poetry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can't, I can't disagree. All right, for miscellaneous, um, Into Glory Ride has, I believe, I, correct me if I'm incorrect, uh, Gloves of Metal was Man of War's first music video, and I do not believe that any song off of Hail to England got a music video. And yeah, and, hmm, the, and this the, is where the Ross the Boss factor made all the difference because it was him who said, "Fuck leather, we're wearing furs. We're going to be more metal than metal." And. Uh, and since there's no irony possible with Man of War, yeah, at least 80s Man of War, it worked. Right. <laughs> so, Gloves of Metal was the song they shot a video for. So, mm. when I prompted Dave to sing it, I wasn't cherry-picking a song no one knows. Yeah. I was picking the single. Which so, I didn't know. Exact. which, which you know, further lent itself Even to my point. Even though I've got that Man of War poster on my wall. That's right. Well, there's no reason for anyone to know any song on Into <laughs> Glory Ride. Um, except, 2000... for, except for possibly Gloves of Metal. Now, my favorite thing of Gloves of Metal is there is, in fact, a metal glove in the video. 
and then it appears to be a work glove that they spray painted with silver paint. <laughs> In 2014, VH1 ranked the song Gloves of Metal as the sixth greatest heavy metal song with the word metal in it. What? Wow. I, I bet I can name more than that. <laughs> that are better? I mean, Manowar, Manowar, that's probably not even Manowar's sixth best song right. with the word metal in it. <laughs> Shit. That's right. Yeah, so... uh. In light of that, I'm going to have to give the point to, well, I don't know, it's a terrible video. Um, I highly recommend you watch it. Because um, if you listen to the CDs, and still to this day, you go, are they serious? They gotta be serious. Mm -hmm. But if you mm -hmm. watch that video, you can't possibly think they're serious. It's like, what are... What are you doing? And, you know, they they got their act together the next time they had to make a music video, I think. But Well, Tim, the first one is always the hardest. And Yeah, just like, look at New Dawn Arise. Right. I, you, because you have all these great ideas that you think are going to translate well to the screen, and yeah. they don't always... Yeah. yeah it's, it's like gloves of metal. Such a foolproof idea. All you need is you. a pair of metal gloves. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, my point is ah, shit, I don't know what to do. I'm going to have half a point to both. There's a bold strategy there. I like and that strategy. I think I'm going to dissent the same way as Tim. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right. I really feel like I'm just going to go straight hail to England. I like I like the miscellaneous fact that this album is a thank you to the English ground upon which they met. Yeah. Uh kind of and an oblique throwback. What about what about the part where they haven't been to England in like 20 years? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that too. Yeah. And, you know, every time I listen to Mar a Man of War, I, I think to myself that they haven't played a show on U.S. soil that was accessible in God knows how long. Much less right, getting they, all the way over to England. They promised to burn sonar to the ground or uh -huh. something, and they haven't. <laughs> they, they haven't yet. And sonar no, closed, so that, that shit was yeah, sold. No. Drugs oh, took shit. down or something. Maybe they could yeah. buy it, rebuild it, and then burn it down. That sounds like something Man of War would do. Yeah, they could afford it. Uh, as a general rule, um, I have to give a point to anything called Hail to England, and I also have to give a point to anything that's both titled Hail to England, but has such a poor understanding of England. <laughs> so that's just hands down, Hail to England for me. All right, well, Hail to England defeats Into Glory Ride. It was pretty close there for a while, but then yeah, yeah. Hail to England took over. Alright, let's uh let's round out this episode with uh a the first post Ross the Boss era matchup between the Triumph of Steel and Louder Than Hell. The Triumph of oh, Steel gosh. was released yeah this one's gonna be interesting. Uh was in nineteen ninety two and uh Louder the Louder Than Hell was 96 and this is after um 
Ross the Boss had left. So yeah. uh, the Triumph of Steel had Dave Schenkel on it. And then... It, where, where'd my shit go? So Dave Schenkel, I don't know where he came from, but he is an extremely talented guitarist. But somehow his solos aren't as interesting as Russ the Boss. And then uh, <laughs> by Louder Than Hell, it had Carl Logan, who was now incarcerated. Um, yeah. And it, oddly, it says he only played... Oh, he did songwriting on tracks 139. <laughs> so, uh, and that would be He's Return of the Warlords, the, the Gods have Made Heavy Metal, and My Spirit Lives On. Anyway... All right, the Triumph of Steel. Let's start with the artwork. So, the Triumph of Steel is our God. now famous, famous, faceless warrior. So, there are different versions of this album. So, I think we should mm -hmm. go with this one. Yeah. Our faceless yeah. warrior holding a sword and a hammer to the sky. And unfortunately, he has lost his shirt. So, his abs are showing. And, uh, Lightning appears to be striking both of his weapons of destruction. Meanwhile, louder than hell is uh is this shirt. The CD artwork is uh is uh half of the man. <laughs> I'll get my hand off his crotch now, and uh, he is pounding his fist onto an anvil, which is causing sparks and for chains to be broken. Uh, confusingly, because how is punching an anvil going to do that? Yeah. All right. what is, they're, they're both it, amazing covers, but they jugulated the Louder Than Hell one. They did. Yeah. You are right. So I have true. to. I have to give it to the Triumph of Steel. Yeah, so here's the complete artwork. It's, you, you know, it's just not cropped. It's the entire guy, and he's actually punching two anvils, Ooh. not two a anvil. single anvil. And there are, what are those? Are those bats? There are bats flying around his head. Oh my god. And he appears to be possessed by the power of metal, and there are skulls upon the ground. Oh, but, and, and there's the crown in the, the ring. There's the crown in the ring, clearly visible at the bottom here. With the iconography. Wow. There's, yeah, you know what? There's the, the battle axe from, uh, from Hill to England, I believe. Yeah. And then and there's the like sword. PlayStation symbols before PlayStation came out. Yes. This was Each 96. Each of those stands for, for one member of Manowar. Actually, didn't yes. they have a PlayStation so, in 96? Uh, I don't know, because we didn't have one. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't allowed. Uh, the uh, Nintendo cable. I bet, I bet they were trying to do a uh, like a Led Zeppelin thing, you know, when they had the symbols on the fourth album. And everyone's mm. like, each one stands for a member. Well, it turns out they didn't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think Manor was trying to go for it. everyone has uh, a symbol. Triangle, square, circle, and pause. They couldn't come up with another one. <laughs> so, um, let's, uh, let's fold out the Triumph of Steel and see what happens. <gasps> it's the same thing, Doug. Oh, no! So this one's a wide yeah. one. And you see there are, like, bat women. Oh, I forgot. Oh, fuck. And well, yeah. good thing I already put my vote to Triumph of Steel. Yeah. There are, there are, it's the clear winner. It's, there are four this is bat everything. women. Well, or, wait. Five bat women. And five is that a women. demon? Yes, there's yeah, also a fighting. demon below 
our faceless warrior uh, getting struck by lightning. And uh, I'm sure these women are cold because they are not wearing enough clothes. Well, maybe their <laughs> wings keep them warm. Maybe their, it, wing, it, their it, bat it, wings do keep them warm. It does look like there is a bit of a firestorm potentially yeah. happening hey, in this vicinity. It could be warmer than we're I used found, to. I found the crown and the ring. Oh, yeah. Nice <laughs> oh, They're wow. there, too. So, and, and in, this in, is one of those covers where context is important, because when you put it in context, there's nothing sexist at all about that cover. Yeah, yeah at all. Because right. actually, if if anyone's a sexual object in this cover, it's the faceless warrior and his incredible abs. Yeah, he holy even shit! Have a face, <laughs> no face. I mean, how much more objectified can you get? Yeah. Than no face. Glowing eyes because he's in. filled with the fury of metal. So I'm gonna have to split my point. I don't think there's any way around this because, uh, you, you know, the they're both amazing pieces of art. That they ruined by cropping for these CDs. Yeah. Um, if I had to go right. only by the crop, I might go with Triumph of Steel. But then, then again, louder than hell, he's punching the fucking anvil. So, <laughs> you know, all that aside, uh, wait, how should we do this? Because including the full art, I'd have to give it to Triumph of Steel, but including... The crop, I'm going to have to give it to Louder Than Hell, so I'm just going to split my point, and that's that. Yeah. Here's the way you do it. The way You Man give a full point to, to both. Exactly. No, no, no. That's what I'm doing. That's exactly. All right. I'm a, I, I like the conviction with which he said that, so that's what we're doing. Well, I guess I'm... You should be aware that on the Manowar official website, manowar.com, they show only the cropped versions of the cover art, regardless of mm. how many times you click it to enlarge it. Uh, mm. So Man of War considers this to be the cover art. I personally am going to advocate for my own uh, sake that I'll be talking about this in the miscellaneous balls. Okay, I'll do whatever you want. It's so important we all dissent in the same way. Yeah, so I'm going to dissent and also give two full points to the artwork um and also uh i would like to say that even though i'm giving each of them the same point uh also uh my new goal in life is to own a house large enough where i can have an entire wall-sized mural of <laughs> the triumph of steel <laughs> full out uh artwork yeah it seems that we painted our basement too soon um like life-size figures. Well, you got a whole side of your house outside, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so is that? You know, it would be association chase you down, too. Thank uh, God. I, you know, we didn't move into a neighborhood with a homeowner's association. Our street doesn't even get paved. Or plowed, excuse me. It is paved. It doesn't get um, paved. <laughs> That's it doesn't house. get plowed. Now, uh, I'm going to give my sole point for the artwork to the Triumph of Steel because I am playing wow. by, man war, by Man of War rules. By Man of War rules. And also... You said, um, which one did you say I wasn't listening? Triumph of Steel. Triumph of Steel gets my point. Wow. And I want to be merciful <laughs> wait, because... Wait, wait, wait. It should be 3-4, not 5-4. No, Doug and I both gave them double points. No, I did too. But that's... 
that's, that's uh, so what Dave I, basically gave double points plus a point. plus a point. No, I'm a, I'm okay with that. Five four. I was right. right the first time. Wow. All right. <laughs> let's let's move on to recording. Uh, I'll keep it short. I think louder than hell ekes out Triumph of Steel just by a little bit. They are very similar. They're very '90s, both of them, but I think they got a better result with Louder Than Hell, just by a little bit. But I'll give it a a whole point. <laughs> the reward. I agree. Reward. I agree. Yeah, totally. And there's something about uh, the the guitar tone on Louder Than Hell. It's just so punchy and aggressive and start stop. Like the 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 beginnings and ends of the guitar riff notes. Mm. Are so clean, uh, oh, it's so satisfying. Fucking love louder than hell. Uh, see, they both have the same number of good songs, but then there's the the first thirty minutes of Triumph of Steel. Well, we'll we'll save that for the music competition. <laughs> oh wait, what were we on? Just on Just recording on quality. Recordings. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Louder than hell. Uh, yeah, it gets. All two of my points. All right, lineup. Uh, should we just give it to Triumph of Steel because David Schenkel's on it and not Carl Logan? Uh, uh, so, uh, quick comment on that. They are both more technically proficient than Ross the Boss. However, Ross the Boss wrote better solos than either of them, in yeah. my can't, opinion. Can't do it. Can't do it, Tim. Can't do it. We got to give one point louder oh, than hell. <gasps> yeah. Huh? I, this is my personal conviction. Oh, because of the uh, drummer? Because Scott motherfucking Columbus. Scott wow. Columbus. Scott Columbus is a weight of gold that balances out every sin. That's, that's a pretty impressive piece of gold. I'll accept it. All right. I love Scott Columbus. Ironically, <laughs> someone tried to use that defense in court. <laughs> Don't you see I was on this record with Scott Columbus? All right, let's move on to music. And I believe (laughs) Doug was halfway through a point about the first uh, eternity of the Triumph of Steel. Yeah, but then it's all uh, Metal Warriors, Ride the Dragon, and Spirit of the Cherokee. It's three punches to the face. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why I have such a hard hard time about it. And, oh, if. If only uh, Chris from Mind of Evil was on, because he has assured me multiple times in the past that once you get into the half-hour song that opens Triumph of Steel, Achilles, Agony, and Ecstasy in eight parts, he said there are good parts. And I've never, not once been able to listen to it long enough to get to a good part. So I don't know where those parts are, but I know that the bad parts are so bad I will never get to the good parts. And then it is followed up with an iconic song in Metal Warriors, and then Ride the Dragon. It's just, and uh, I believe Master of the Wind is still played quite a lot too. So, I mean, like, you could delete that first 28 minutes and 37 seconds and you'd still have you'd have an amazing album that's longer than hail to england <laughs> and rain and blood 
That's right. So, um, but I, there's just a big old turd sitting on track one, and I, I don't know what anyone can do about that. Meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, they're they're musically on louder than hell. There isn't a single song worth skipping. Not a single yeah. one. But, but the track order is fucked up. Well, True. on louder than on louder than hell, I beg to differ. Return of the Warlord is a killer opening track. Like it kicks off. It is a bop and groove that's at the right tempo and the correct number of BPMs, and it lets you know that Man War is fucking back. And it had a music video. Well, no disagreement there. Video. Yeah, that, that's a flawless song and video. And then, in fact, the album Courage is a great song, but it's not a track four song. Track four is a special track. but And I would argue that maybe number one... Or some maybe Outlaw should have been track four, and Courage should have been bumped to track five, because that mid-album cool-down ballad, like for me, there is no better, there is no better ballad by Man of War than Courage. I would I th- argue that Heart, this- Heart of Steel is more fun, but I think Courage is a better song. I believe that Courage is a better ballad by Man of War than Courage, personally. <laughs> wow! Oh, so you heard the French version? Oh, oh I heard the French version. <laughs> You know? So uh, I I would normally point to the album uh, the the vinyl track order because you you know you lose the fidelity so you put the quieter song at the end of the side but this is 1996 and I feel like we're yeah. firmly in the digital age and I know Manowar is selling to South America which tends to be slightly behind um you know the technological pace. Uh, in terms of music, at least, but uh, it doesn't make any sense because number one is next. Yeah. So I don't think that argument holds up here at all. No. So, um, but, uh, you know, the metal gods made louder than hell and they saw that it was good. (laughs) Yeah. Sure did. I, like, are we, what what are we scoring? I mean, music. Yeah, music. Just, I I gotta give it to Louder Than Hell just because there isn't a single song I'll I'll skip on there. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a perfect all the way through album. Um, this this is an album that for me I, I have to admit my bias. It's very very important album to me. This was a staple of my college years. It would start out basically every trip that I took out of Indiana, I would put this bad boy on the minute I hit the highway and it would take me, you know, 45 minutes down the road and, uh, onto the open road back to Maryland. And it was just like such, such a perfect fit for getting on a road trip, listening to return of the warlord, or, you know, going quick or as quick as I could in the van. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you got the yeah. tailwind. Yeah. Right. Or if I get a good draft under a semi, uh, I I love this album and yeah, goes goes my point to louder than hell. All right, how will you be dissenting, Doug? Will you dissent with us or dissent in your own way? Oh God, it's this so one tough. is tough. This one is tough. This is this is like a a, a heavyweight bout early on, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you just had that flaming turd in yeah. track one of the Triumph of Steel. And even though everything else kind of makes up for it, 
and totally track agree. order. Yeah. Which is also kind of metal. But so on that, yeah, I'm going to dissent by going with uh, Louder Than Hell. I also have to give it to Louder Than Hell. I, oh, I oh, wish shit. I could dissent otherwise. I cannot. <laughs> All right. Class. Lyrics. Uh, allow me, if you will, <laughs> to read you a passage. We will pay with our glory in the fire of battle. Zeus today is mine. Killing all in my way, like sheep and like cattle. Smashing skulls of all who defy. This is a pendulum swinging between an awesome line and a fucking terrible line. And then an awesome line. And then you bring up sheep. You know, it's what the fuck? Um, and then that is tempered with, uh, how can you forget this? Every one of us has heard the call. You know, yeah, yeah. Brothers of true metal, proud and standing tall. <laughs> so, um, I don't think you find um such a contrast between brilliant and dumb lyrics on Louder Than Hell as you do on Triumph of Steel. But Doug, you pointed this out to me long ago. <laughs> There's a song where they say metal like five times in like ten seconds. And here here is here is that part. Our hearts are filled with metal and masters we have none. And we will die for metal. Metal heals my son. Brothers of metal <laughs> We are fighting with power and steel. Fighting for metal. Metal that's real. Brothers of metal will always be there, standing together with hands in the air. So, or, and I assume gloves of metal are on those hands. So, well, so and I, I uh, by far, I guess it would count I, music part. I have to give it to la louder than hell. I'm <laughs> by far. yeah. And the, the way the the gang chorus kicks in before anyone, you know, it's a gang chorus before anyone has heard it. <laughs> so you have to know the song. Yeah, brothers yeah. of met. Yeah. Uh, it it's so tough though because then you got Ride the Dragon, which is the greatest yeah. song ever. Ride written. the Dragon is brilliant, and we should it's probably amazing. discuss it. We should probably discuss it now because I don't think it's going to make it out of this round. And this might be this might be its own podcast. But yeah, Ride the Dragon it, might. I I gotta give Doug credit again for this one because <laughs> because he can apparently communicate with the dragon. <laughs> And the protagonist can fly without the dragon. <laughs> but I he'll meet love, the like, dragon in the air for some reason. I'm not sure if they count as lyrics, but the like the voice box effect at the beginning of the song, like the like that, that in itself is worth a million points of something. Well, yeah, and Eric Adams stating with just authority that I wear a secret talisman. I make the, make secret, the secret sign. sign. <laughs> right. I, okay. Maybe yeah. that's how he communicates and flies. <laughs> Fire and magic. I am sworn. I am sworn. <laughs> <laughs> it's such Here's a good song. I'm... If only that first track wasn't a total piece of shit. 
Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. Um, I have to give my lyrical point to Louder Than Hell. Much like Hail to England, the Achilles song that's 30 minutes long does not seem to be very aware of the plot or characters of the Iliad. Uh, case in point, Hector storms the wall. Hector's a Trojan, so the wall he would be storming is the <laughs> interior wall of Troy, which uh, is just as puzzling. He's it's trying like, to leave Troy. <laughs> I gotta get to those Greeks, so I gotta tear down this wall to get to them. No! Stop, please! Yeah, I think <laughs> Symphony X beats Man of War in terms of reading comprehension, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, because Ride the Dragon <laughs> exists, I'm gonna give my miscellaneous point to Triumph of Steel. That's fair. I'm also gonna give a miscellaneous point to Triumph of Steel. Uh, between, yeah, between the, uh, Ride the Dragon and Metal Warriors, you know, it deserves some kind of recognition, but I I I believe Dave still owes a lyrical point. Um, and my lyrical point is that I don't like to save, it's more fun to spend. And if you like metal, metal, you're my friend. You're my friend. (laughs) And that's, that's, that's all I need from Manowar. That's all I need. But they yeah. give you so much more, right? Because because in that same song, they uh, inform us that they are... Um, oh, shit, what is it? Um, you know, you're not going to be able to understand them, right? Don't try to understand me. My family my never family will. never will. And that bike and then the single best line ever. Had to punch my teacher out. Yeah. Now, I might stay in school or die in prison. Either way, Either it's, way, my, it's decision. my decision. Yeah. One more beer and heavy metal and I'm just fine. Metal. Don't forget yeah. that the bike out in the yard, well, that's my wife. I, it's it, The Return of the Warlord is a fucking treasure trove. Oh my god. Not to, okay, and then, like, it continues. Brothers of Metal. What really can be said that hasn't already been said? Uh, uh, the gods uh, made heavy uh, I know, metal. I know. It's a gripping narrative. Dave, I know what to say. And if we all were not brothers of metal, would we fall? No! No! <laughs> which which puzzled me, because doesn't that imply that there's no reason to be a brother of metal? Shut up! Because if you know we what? all Your weren't bro- if we all weren't brothers of metal, would we fall? No. Okay, <laughs> well, you know, yes? you know what? You know what? That, that may be but we are grinding their bones into the dust of the past, all blown okay, away true. like a shot from a gun. Bang. True. Bang. <laughs> okay, very true. Yes. And we're yeah, not even getting into... We're not even getting into some of these other amazing songs like I King know. and Outlaw and Courage. The, the I also power, like how they shortened power, all the titles yeah. for the most part. <laughs> Louder than hell. Yeah. Very 90s, yeah. It is very 90s. It's very 90s of them. All right, let's do... Uh, finish up the miscellaneous points matt and i already uh had to give it to triumph of steel for the it's a uh, fantastic song about dragons and talisman and flying uh, and i just signs. i just sent in the same way as tim okay you know there was there was a movie uh starring matthew mcconaughey where they were like fighting dragons in a in like the present day and uh, i just was- wish that Ride the Dragon was the title to that and any other dragon-related media. 
Matt, I saw that movie on a uh, Catholic press pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to review this godless movie. Yeah. Fight fire with fire. <laughs> uh, it had a t-shirt and everything. That was a... Oh, man. Dave, do you have a miscellaneous point to award to either uh, Triumph of Steel or Louder Than Hell? Not Louder Than Hell, because I fucking love that album. And as you'll see in the next episode, um, well, you'll see in the next episode. <laughs> well, to uh, to the surprise of no one, Louder Than Hell won uh, because of the recording and the music and lyrics. And not the terrible turd first song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. So where are we now? There's we can't even really give a status update because yeah. no segment of the bracket has really been realized. So you just have to tune in next time when we continue to find out who is the Man of Warrior on our Man of War Madness bracket. Until next time, hail and kill. Just. <laughs>